Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, today is a very special day because I know I said on last Saturday that we probably wouldn't be speaking or you wouldn't be hearing from me until a new year has dawned upon us. But so much has happened in the last few days that I feel strongly to come and compel to you the wisdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you would pray and see what the devil, the enemy, whatever you see him as, I want you to see the trickery that he is bringing to the people of this world and how people are falling for it. You know, the same way that Eve in the garden fell for it, is the same way that he's doing the same thing in this day and time. People, please understand that the first time he came, he came as a serpent, but now he's coming as a scientist. I want you to understand this. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for your benefit. The Lord has placed upon me his word, and I'm doing my due diligence to try and compel you to understand what is going on. Now, there are some who have received this vaccine and you've only taken the first dose. Well, I compel you in the name of Jesus Christ. Please do not take that second one. The reason I say that it comes from a place that is outside of the will of God. So my question to you today, do you trust Jesus or do you trust the needle? That is what I'd like to know right now. Do you trust Jesus or do you trust the needle? It's not about the cross. It's about the relationship with Christ because Christ is no longer on the cross. He is at the right hand of the father, compelling his father to to forgive us of our sin. And I am nothing short of a sinner because that is my very nature. But it is because of the blood of Jesus Christ that I am able to stand today on this day and try and convince you, the hearer, those who have an ear, let him hear. This vaccine is not for you. It is not for you. And I pray to God most high that you will hear this message, but not only hear it, that you will apply it and you will share it. It is so important, people, that you understand what is about to happen in the history of this world. There will be no more history. Because there will be no more us. I believe the Lord is ready to march his foot right into this world and take up his church. Now, let me talk about the church for a second. If the church was an actual building, then the Lord would come back for the buildings and not the people. But people have been so indoctrinated by calling a building a church that they give it the title of the church and they don't even realize who they are. As I said on last Sunday, you do not go to church because you are the church. Christ did not die for the building. He died for for the people, which is why when he was on the cross, he told his father, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then the second thing he said while he was on the cross is, Father, why have you forsaken me? It wasn't that his father was forsaken him. He could not look upon him 
because Jesus switched his salvation for our sin. So Jesus was sinful on the cross while we were saved in the in the crowd. That is the gift. That is the eternal gift. Satan came to woman in the garden and he wanted to know, did the Lord say? And then that conversation ensued. Satan ensured her that she would not surely die because God knows when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. But what man did not realize is that God purposed him to not eat of the fruit. God didn't tell him that the fruit was dead. He did not tell him that the tree was dead. He told him not to eat of the fruit. It was man's responsibility. So as a man, it is my responsibility to come to you to let you know that there is nothing alive in that vaccine. Everything in that vaccine is dead, just like that fruit. And if you take that vaccine, you are dead where you stand. And I'm letting you know right now that vaccine has nothing good inside of it. Working in in research. There is a reason there are two shots working in, in the world of research. My point is the first shot is more like a baseline. It's a, it's a zero like you didn't receive anything at all. But I believe that there is something in there that will coat whatever it needs to do for that second shot to come in and do its damage to you. My life belongs to the Lord. Whatever happens to me, I'm going to glory, but I'm not taking nothing in my body that the Lord had did not have prepared for me already. Rome Revelation, a, a book that a lot of people don't like to hear. A lot of people that don't, they, they don't want to hear about Revelation 13. And 18 says, let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beasts, for it is the number of a man. And that number is 666. Now, this is not to scare you. This is to make you aware. That Jesus. The father, the creator and the Holy Spirit. Are perfect. Jesus rested with his father, as did the Holy Spirit, when the work was done on the seventh day. That is the number of perfection. So if the number of perfection in the Lord God, the creator, is seven, and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is seven, and the Holy Spirit is seven, because they all rested together then the number of a man surely is 666. Now, if you calculate the number of the Lord, you get 21. But if you calculate the number of man, you get 18. So what's missing from man to the Lord is the beast, the false prophet and the antichrist, which my, uh, my, oh, my, my point I'm trying to make to you is that on the baseline shot, which is day zero, you receive a shot. But why do you receive the next shot 21 days after three sevens? Why does it take three sevens? Because I believe he is going after the people of God. People who have made a profession of their faith in God. Now you say what you want. 
You believe what you want. But I am telling you, there is nothing good in this shot. There is nothing alive about this shot. The same way there was nothing alive in that tree. That tree was dead where it stood. And so will you be after the 21st day if you allow yourself to get that shot. There are those who have taken it uh, because they want to not um, not uh, con contagious anyone else. They don't want to be contagious. There are people who taking that shot because their jobs mandated that they take their shots and they want to keep their jobs. They 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 are there have been people who've taken this shot because they've been on their jobs for 30, 40 years and they're so close to retirement. That they took the shot so that they can keep their pension, so they can keep their their status. Well, I'm telling you this on the 21st day, if you take that second shot, you will lose every status with the Lord Jesus Christ that you have professed yourself to have. It will leave. You will no longer have it. It will be blasphemy. Simply put. Blasphemy. Against the Lord is forgivable. Against the Lord's father, the creator is forgivable, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is not forgivable. Matthew 11 tells us that it is not forgivable. But on the 21st day, you're looking at all three, the father, son and the Holy Spirit in one shot. And it's what else can I say? What else can I say other than research it for yourself? Research it for yourself. Ask questions on why. Why is this so important? When, when, when we have dealt with disease and, and famine throughout the world, when we have seen telecasts about, you know, save the children in Africa, when there are people in this country that can't even eat, but all of a sudden they got a vaccine that's going to fix everything. You tell me why. I would like to know because I am so interested in to know why I'll tell you why I'll tell you why over in first Corinthians 11 and 23 Paul writes these words I have received from the Lord what I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was when he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in the remembrance of me in the same manner. He also took the cup after supper, saying, this is the cup in in the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, I'm going to point out to you something that you may have missed. Jesus took two elements. And I've said this before a couple weeks ago on this podcast, two weeks, just it's a few weeks ago, but Jesus took two elements. He took bread and he took wine. He took two. And what he said is, do this in remembrance of me. But I want to know why is the shot administered in two doses? 
You see, it's the subtle things of Satan. It is the subtleness. He creeps in as your friend. He pretends to be as an angel of light, saying the things that you want to hear. But let me tell you something about saying things that you want to hear. Itching ears will leave you burning in hell. Second Timothy four and three. Jesus has said, no man shall shall be called father on earth. There are people who are who are so confused right now because they have seen things by men that they have called father. They have been hurt by people who wear who 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 call themselves father when they have a father that they can go to. Who have told them what to do in order to receive salvation. Let me tell you something about salvation. Jesus Christ went to the cross for our salvation. You don't need no one to tell you what you need to do to gain salvation. All you need to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and have that relationship with him. It's that simple. Because if you have a relationship with Christ, if you seek him diligently, as the word says to do, that shot would not be administered to you. You would have no second thought about that because I have said and I will continue to say on this podcast in public, no matter where I am, if I lose everything and I know I will, I will not stop praising the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because there is nothing in this world that I want to stay here for. Nothing. Because I chose the Lord a long time ago. I have been under some excellent pastors, some excellent pastors. All of them taught me. That. A relationship with Christ is the key to salvation, and I'm sharing that with you. I'm I'm sharing that with you as a sinner, just like the common man. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner by nature, forgiven by grace, saved by mercy, sealed by the Holy Spirit. This is who I am. The greater part of me is this, a sinner by nature. I am because of I am. That is why the world, what it didn't give to me, can't take away from me. This world didn't give me life. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gave me life, so the world can't take life from me. The world didn't give me salvation, so the world can't take salvation from me. Salvation comes through believing in Christ and his son and and Jesus, his son crucified. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But it is believing in the Lord God and his son, Jesus, who who we crucified with our sin. Make Jesus a part of your life. And when you make him a part of your your life, he will become your life. All it takes is to ask him to come in and he will come. If you make Jesus your life. And not just a part of your life. He will fully equip you for the battle that's ahead. You don't need money. You don't need status. You don't you. You're already taken care of. But I will say this. There are some who do not believe. Who do not believe who will go out and virtually do just that. Thinking that they're doing God harm. Thinking and believing that they're doing something that's going to hurt him. When truthfully, you're only hurting yourself. 
There are some whose minds are so twisted that they think and that they believe what they're doing is right. But they're actually sending themselves to su- to to uh, eternal suicide and eternal damnation. But as I close this message. There is a word from the Lord. And it comes from Romans 10, 9. It's the word says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's where the beginning of relationship starts. And I believe the Lord is sifting us to find out who is on his side, who trusts him enough to stay away from that needle. I'm telling you, if I'm wrong, let me be wronged in the world. But if I'm right, there's nothing to brag about because Christ has given me the ability to do this. So if I'm right, I want to be right in the Lord. But if I'm wrong, so be it. There's nothing. There's 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 no loss on my part. But I see the storm and I see the world for what it is. And I see how this world is beginning to beginning to wrap itself up. It won't be much longer, I believe. But that's just my belief. Some people believe that they're going to continue on and continue on and continue on and continue on. But I will tell you this. No one makes it out alive. No one. But I want to thank you for this opportunity. This is a new platform that I wanted to start in on 2021 that I decided to start today. And I call it Wednesdays with the word. You know, the truth is something we all want, but nothing we want to hear because the truth changes us. It makes us not who we want to be, but who Christ has intended for us to be. And I pray that you will receive the truth. Not in this message, because it's just a message, but I, I pray that you will find the truth in God's word, that you will turn to it. Even it, even if it is to oppose me, turn to the word. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong by the word. That's my challenge for you. And then share this message so that someone may find a challenge that they want to challenge me with in the word also. Because if it isn't in the word, it's not coming out of my mouth. But I want to thank you again. Just for this opportunity, I want to wish you a joyous new year. Whatever the Lord has for you, I pray that it is for you. I sincerely pray that it is for you. I pray that we will prosper. We will see a good harvest. We will see something great in this land in the year to come. But I also pray that you will receive the Lord's invitation and be saved. I'm Vernon Sheridan. This is the traveling pulpit 
wishing you a happy new year, a prosperous new year. And that's all for now.